You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Won't apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. We're talking games and movies and actors. Words. Better shake the booties for Black Girl Nerds. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie and this episode is hosted by Ryan. If you are a fan of the FX series Snowfall, then you are in for a treat. We have actor Christine Horn, who portrays Black Diamond on the hit series. She's also known for her Broadway work and also the author of Playing Small, The Actor's Guide to Becoming a Booking Magnet. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Black Girl Nerds podcast featuring actor Christine Horn of FX's Snowfall. Welcome to the Black Gunners Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And check this out, right? The first African-American to ever win an Oscar, Hattie McDaniel, said a woman's gifts will make room for her. And I am so excited for my guest today because she has so many gifts, you guys. Like, I'm talking over 70 characters. She had us eating popcorn, yelling at the screens, all her different projects. I'm so excited to talk with her. I am talking about actress, author, career coach, Christine Horn. How you doing, Christine? Hey, I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for joining me because I know you are a book. So she fit us in, guys. So get out your notepad because I know I'm about to take some notes too because this is <laughs> this is cool um, to, to be able to chat with her on this. Um, so I got to ask you, when it, when it comes to hitting that stage, right, the lights, the camera, what is it about acting for you? What I've always loved about acting is just the transformation, being able to step into the body of someone else, whether it's a fictional character or someone who was was real. Um, to me, acting is very spiritual. I feel connected to God when I'm acting. Um, and it's just fun. Like I was that kid growing up in the Bronx. I was an only child since <laughs> I was about 14. I was always talking to myself, talking to my dolls, making voices. So I'm like, yo, I get paid to play now. Like that yeah. is come true. So yes. Yeah, that's cool. Now, right. Which you now you gotta tell me where'd the book booking magnet come from? Cause listen, being a black woman, you gotta give us the tips on this because that's dope to be like 20 <laughs> years in a business. And, you know, y'all, if y'all watching season five of Snowfall, like I dip my toe into Snowfall, y'all, and I'm so mad at myself right now that I was not watching this from the jump. But Ooh. yeah, it's, it's just like, you know, it's amazing, right? But yeah, you got to tell us, like, tell us about being the booking magnet. Yes. Well, you know, the booking magnet is a term that I coined for myself. I'm a big student of the law of attraction. So I believe that we are all magnets. We attract people, experiences, things, money to our lives, positive or negative, right? We are in control of that. So as I studied deeper into about law of attraction, I was like, well, I'm a magnet. I can attract these things. Well, hell, I can attract bookings, right? (laughs) I'm a booking magnet. So then I just started, I'm a big proponent of speaking life over yourself, speaking positivity Mm -hmm. over your life 
life and your desires. So I have, you know, a list of affirmations I'll say and mantras. So I just added after that list. So I am joy. I am beauty. I am peace. I am abundant. I am wealth. I am a booking magnet because Ayala Van Zant taught me years ago, whatever you put after I am is a prayer. So then I got really clear, like, oh, let me be careful with what comes after that. You know, studying people like Florence Scovel Shin, who says your word is your wand. So what are you making come true every day? So I'm very intentional with that. So I started calling myself a booking magnet publicly on Facebook lives, on the social media. And I taught people to say it back to me. And I speak, I speak that life onto my students and people I connect to. The Black Girl Nerds podcast will return in just a moment. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. There's some amazing doctors out there, but really the only ones that matter are the ones who actually take your insurance. With ZocDoc, you can focus on doctors who are in your network, putting you on the path to see doctors who are right for you. So there's no wasting time hunting down your aunt or your uncle or your your friends, cash-only chiropractor or dentist, or the one that your coworker recommended who's out of your network. ZocDoc makes it really, really easy for you. So you just go to ZocDoc.com, that's ZocDoc.com slash BGN, and you download the ZocDoc app for free. Then you start your search for the top rated doctor today. Many are available just within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash BGN. ZocDoc.com slash BGN. Listen, drop the mic right there. That's that's amazing. Like you put it out there, right? And everybody is gonna come back to you. So I love that. Um, okay. Now listen, I know we're talking about 70 characters, so you can be like, Ryan, I don't even know why you're going to this question, but I'm gonna try it, right? So what was the biggest challenge when you first started? Like your first auditions, your first role, what was the biggest challenge for you for everybody listening and wanting to get started? Yeah, well, that's a kind of a layered question. The biggest challenge, the challenge is change. Because let mm, me just say right. that. Change is based on what medium I'm working in. When I was first starting, I think the biggest challenge was, was just kind of getting an opportunity, right? Getting a chance to showcase my talent. You know, so I started doing local theater, free theater. Like I grew up in the theater. I'm a huge proponent of that being a wonderful training ground, no matter how old you are. So I just worked for free. Then so the challenge was getting a paid gig. Then that happened. Then it was like, okay, now I'm in the ensemble. Now my challenge is how can I get a bigger part? So keep the bar keeps changing. Then I After I got done doing The Lion King for five plus years, then the challenge was how do I translate my talent to the small screen and to the large screen? It was a learning curve. You know, so even though I had the talent from being on Broadway and all these years of training in the theater, it's a totally different medium. So then that was a new challenge. Then another challenge is, well, I don't have, how how can I get an agent or a manager so I can audition for the big things that I hear about? And a lot of people may be thinking that like, I want to act, but how, how do I even get started? Well, start with the small start with the free get good at it first before you're uh, rushing to get paid for it or get accolades for it because the bar will continue to, to change and you're always growing and evolving and you know what I love too the fact that um you're sharing with us right now but just paying it forward um and not stopping at these characters not stopping at just that you know I'm like taking on the next role I'll keep it pushing but you have a virtual academy Hollywood bound actors talk about starting that up and why that was so important 
For me, it's always been important to give back. I've been blessed in my life to have amazing mentors like Freddie Hendricks, Charles, you know, Bullock, Debbie Barber, Boston Fielder. Those are just a few of the people, Dawn Axum, who have poured into my life. So I know the power of someone could just hold your hand and just give me a, a nugget, please. You know, like, mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm just going to send the elevator back down. So when I moved back to Los Angeles in 2017, I just started doing Facebook Lives. And I was like, you know what? I'll just go live and use this function on Facebook and just, I don't know, talk about my auditions or my day or what I learned. And that just morphed into people raising their hand and commenting, like, are you a coach? Can you help me out? And so then a Facebook group was born because it was so many people. And so then the group was born and that's how Hollywood Bound Actors was created. But then you can't just gather people. I heard someone say, gathering people is like inviting people to a barbecue with no food. So then I realized, (laughs) I was like, well, I need to feed the people, right? Right, it's true, yeah. So then I started this show called Actors Daily Bread because my husband helped me come up with that title because I was like, I want to feel like I'm feeding the people. Mm, and so I was yeah. showing up every, almost every single day. And that's how I was born. So I had different programs and books and things like that I were created to, to feed this community of hungry artists and show them real talk, straight no chaser, not no breadcrumbs. And I'm a, um, cause I don't operate out of a scarcity mentality. So a lot of people are afraid to give back cause they think that you're going to take something from them. I know I come from an abundant God and there's plenty for everybody. So I teach exactly what I do. And I'm like, try it on. See if it works for you too. And it has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, and what you talk about too, about the truth and just being a hundred percent, you know, being a black woman, um, your Caribbean background and everything, just somebody, somebody talking to you when you wanted to break into the industry and they look like you, right? Like, you're not yeah. just looking at just like some little video off to the side, you know, maybe some other kind of class. And like, maybe most of the people in there are white and nobody understands like, you know, what you would have to go through. Can you talk about a little bit about that representation and, and, you know, your kind of challenges with that in the industry? Oh, that's such a great question. And thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, representation matters, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. <laughs> it's yeah. just important to see, like we're straight off the Oscars 2022 at the time of this recording and rep- that right. representation that has me at the edge of my seat, excited, clapping, like there's possibility there. And so I saw that, you know, even for myself, they weren't, a, most of the acting coaches, even right now, the, especially the ones in the digital marketing space don't look like me. And so I know the bulk, the bulk over 75% of my audience is African-American. Most of those are women. And I hear it all the time. You just look like me. You sound like my cousin. You sound like my auntie, my best mm-hmm. friend in my head. Thank you for saying it that way that I could understand and make it digestible. Right. Yeah. Straight, no chaser with love, right? And integrity. Um, and there's a way to do business with black people that can be professional, right? Mm-hmm. And, and a high standard. And I wanted to show that as well, that we can do good business. Um, but because, you know, st- when I came in this industry, oftentimes there just wasn't a lot of help again it was this thing of there's not enough roles for us so sorry Mm -hmm. sis like get your own figure it out like that was the energy I came up in and I just didn't like the way that felt and I said I'm gonna be the change that I wish to see in the world right be that be Gandhi Mm -hmm. right and so that's that's why I feel like I show up the way that I do I know it is yeah, well, listen, I'm glad you're showing up because it's so much fun to see you in all these different roles. Um, but I want to talk about too, like in case y'all didn't get enough notes now, I want to talk about, because you're hosting your first inaugural um, two-day conference in Atlanta, right? In yes. July. Give yeah. us like all the details because we need to get this. We need to get this information. 
Yes, thank you. Yes. So this is a huge deal because it doesn't exist for my for actors at all. Not the way that I want to do it. So mm-hmm. booking Magnet Live, it's going to be a two-day conference live in Atlanta, Georgia, um, July 15th and 16th. And it is for the actor who wants to come and feel like they're at their own adult summer camp. It's going to be a safe haven, an incubator. It's going to be opulent. It's going to be at the Marriott Hotel in Emory. Um, and it's just going to be two days of panels, discussions, uh, improv classes. There's going to be oh my gosh like casting directors directors producers other actors like it's just a chance this isn't the workshop you come to just put your stilettos on and hopefully you get eight signed to an agent <laughs> yeah, like yeah um, I want you to have a change of clothes so that when we do that breakout room we're dancing around the room you're gonna feel seen heard mm, celebrated yeah. there's no stupid questions here come here and get your life so that you can leave refreshed you know so many other industries have conferences of places that they can get get sharp and meet up. And isolation can be a dream killer in this industry. And so many of us are doing this acting thing alone. And especially now post-COVID, well, in the middle of this pandemic, we are self-taping at home, sending our tapes into the ether. We get no feedback and then we don't book. And then we're just wondering, maybe I'm not even cut out for this. But what happens when a hundred actors come together to root each other on and come say, I see you, let's celebrate, let's get better together. That is game changing. And that's what I'm bringing to this industry. So Booking Magnet Live, right now, the time of this recording, we have about 92 tickets left. That's it. So, wow, you know, man. we even have payment plans So because I don't want anything holding anything back. So mm-hmm. check out the website, bookingmagnetlive.com and learn more about it and join me. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's like a super amazing. That's so cool. Cause you always hear the question of just like, how do you get started? You know, what's my first step? And you're talking about, like you said, tapes, like every time I'm, I'm like interviewing people, they're like, well, I had to send them my audition tape. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, how do you get everything across? You know what I mean? Like everything is like, you have to get all of that across in a tape and make yeah. sure you're booking things off of that. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. And the thing about a lot of people to understand, especially newer actors, it's not just about your talent. This is show business. There's a lot of mm-hmm. business to it. And you can be so talented, but not be good at auditioning. Yep. And so my sweet spot, my superpower is teaching people how to up-level those auditions. I book a lot because I, yeah, I'm a fierce actor with amazing training, but I know how to work this camera in this room and these self-tapes right? To create many short films. Every time I send in a tape, you hit play, you get transformed into the world of the character that I'm trying on for the day. And that's what I love to teach. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get into, you gotta put in the work and you, yes, you gotta work the business. You absolutely have to work the business. Um, especially when you're talking about actors of color and like you say, looking, looking for those opportunities that are not just going to show up at your doorstep. Let's be honest. You're still fighting that diversity fight. So you definitely have to learn how to work the business. Absolutely. You know, people often, and I used to have it too. I would be on the wait and hope plan. Like I'm mm. talented. Somebody will find me, right? Somebody will see me walking down the street. No, boo. Like how we going to find you is because you're showing up and creating your, your own content and you're on TikTok and you're on Instagram and you yep. have your own web series. Like that's how we're going to find you. That's how we're going to discover you. You know, so I, I'll say this to anybody too, whatever you haven't done yet, show us, do it yourself. You know, from simple as taking photos for characters you want to be next or recording a two minute self tape, a scene that you film at home. Like if I had the Internet access that we have now, like these <laughs> resources, hell, even podcasting, like yep. the way we're able to reach the world with our mm-hmm. gift is is just bananas now. And so that's, I'm like everywhere, you know, like <laughs> talking to my publicist, Trey, I'm like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, doing this, like, like let's get it, you know? Yeah, you're like, Trey, hook it up. 
Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, um, I speaking to of like carving your own path and still moving forward. Uh, can we talk about Chocolate Super Superstar Productions? This is cool. Record Labor Production Company. Um, just like juggling so many things is is amazing and trying to excel at it. Talk about creating that, um, that aspect of your life, you know, balancing that as well. Well, yeah, you know, Chocolate Superstar Productions is is my is the umbrella basically corporation of what I do. Like years ago, I did have a record label under it and I released um well chocolate superstar was no back in the day was chocolate genie records that was my old record label back in the day and that was based off my mom's middle name Jean. um and i released two albums on my own i would work my day job and my night job waiting tables funded my albums like because i didn't believe in waiting um and now again going back to the business of show the more money you make in this industry you need to have a corporation or an llc to mm-hmm. do your period. So, um, so that's where that, you know, the front facing business is Hollywood bound actors, but my goal also is to t- produce just like I'm producing conferences to produce my own work to, um, act with, but you know, it's just that business that gotta be right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of that business, that's right. Look, we got to rapid fire some of these projects that you coming up to kind of wrap this up. So people know, like, because we got the business side of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, we got to talk about the black diamond and snowfall here. Uh, Cause she plays no games. Look, y'all, let me tell you, when you go from being a stripper to an assassin and you got a whole bunch of guys playing guns at you and your home girl, that's no joke. Like, I know she got a story. You got to tell me going into season five um, uh, with black, Di- like, what, what do you want the audience to take away from her? Or like, where's her mindset in season five? If you could tease it for us, cause I know we're in the middle of season five. So whatever you can share with us. Yeah. Well, you know, I think when we were first introduced to my character, black diamond and my cohort Dallas, we are just like, just money hungry and any whoever has the, is the highest bidder like we yeah, we got stripping but we're also down to do this bounty hunting on right. the side right <laughs> so I think, and, and so we didn't get to really feel their energy they just were kind of cutthroat yeah. um and so in season five we're, we're still seeing the cutthroat and you know look they're they're about their business but i think season five offered a bit deeper insight into them we got to see them as moms we got to see them juggling more things um, and get a better understanding of, look, I'm going to do what I need to do to take care of mine and my kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this season, we're working much closer to uh, Franklin's character, um, kind of like his muscle, so to speak, which is, which is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, um, cool. but, but let's be real. There's not a lot of trust on either side, not from us or not from the, the Saint family, certainly not Uncle Jerome, right? Because he wants, he calls us thing one and thing two on the show. He wants us gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think we're always constantly trying to prove ourselves, but I think how I personally have worked this season is I get frustrated with being underestimated because I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm very much like, I'm I'm very smart in the decisions that I'm making for myself and me and Dallas as a, as a duo, you know, she's more of the pop-off ready to jump in somebody's face, even though she's smaller than me. Right. (laughs) But I'm like, I'm kind of the brains behind it, but I just, I think this year we get to see just more layers and see the why behind what they do. Well, you guys go check it out and find out that why uh, Snowfall on FX, definitely catch up. Don't be like me. Don't be waiting. Like go ahead and get in there and get caught up and get ready to go. Um, All right. So also you're going, you're filming right now, season two of BMF, Um, Mabel Jones. This is so cool. Like, like what can you tease? What's this Meech and T interaction going to be like? 
Oh, I can't give too much away without giving too much away, but I will say right, right. Uh, the way our showrunner Randy Huggins described it is she's kind of the like a mix of Walona from Good Times and Jack K. Harry from Two Two. Oh, nice. So think yeah. about that kind of energy meshing mm-hmm. together. She's she's a new neighbor um, and a friend of the family. Um, and we're just gonna see some things unfold in that whole dynamic. That's all I can Ooh, say. Ooh, it's gonna be. I wish I could see her face right now. It's a pop. You can't see it. Like she give her all kind of like teases with her face without saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. So the, the last upcoming one that you have gonna appear lately. Um, it premiered actually, guys, after the Oscars. By the time we're recording this episode, NCIS LA. How yes. was that? Amazing. You know, I, I was. A, I had a chance to be part of the NCIS family many years ago. I delivered twins on the first NCIS. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited because I've had many auditions and many close calls for NCIS Los Angeles, like scheduling conflicts or so I'm grateful that that casting office and production still you know, everything in divine time, everything. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, I joined the show, my character is Elliot Reynolds and she's a crisis counselor basically at um, like a, a camp. Unfortunately, this, they're really touching on some really real issues with children being separated from their parents, uh, facing deportation, going back to a country where their, their family isn't even there anymore. Um, And so my character is in the middle of dealing with that with two of the main characters on the show um Kenzie and Marty on the show and it was nice because it was a surprise they wanted to reprise the role because the storyline was expanding with these kids and this whole situation which I felt like it was very open-ended so I'm so glad I was able to do that so the first episode did air right after the Oscars and it was it was it was nice to see and nice to be part of that that part of the franchise again so we'll see more of Elliot later this season season 13 i'm excited i don't know how you have time to do any of this so this is this is my last question i'm excited that you do it i don't know how you have time to do it but i'm excited that you do it um how do you stay focused grounded and take care of yourself while you're tracing your dreams well as far as focused i'm the vision the visions that god places within me are so clear so that wakes me up in the morning like I get plenty rest at night, but I wake up ready, hit the ground. Like I have to remind myself, Christine, don't forget to journal. Like, don't forget to meditate and read that book. Cause I'd be like ready to get to this computer. Like I just be <laughs> like, I, I can, you know, just the, all the things that whether it's running my business or my acting career. So mm-hmm. all of that really fuels me. What keeps me grounded is my husband, my family, you know, my dog, he don't care two craps about what I do. Come play with this ball with me, please. <laughs> you know, so it's it's those things. My friends, you know, I have a really core, and it's not large, but a very quality circle that I can I can call on and talk to. And so I'm never living in my head like I'm the shit. <laughs> curse like I like, I like you hey, know. Hey, I mean? go ahead, go, listen, Black Dom. Go ahead, say what you gotta say. Go ahead and get it out. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't operate like on this, on this high horse. I, you know, I, I operate out of humility and gratitude. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just, I'm every, no day escapes me that I am blessed to be walking in my purpose and to be living my childhood dreams. Like every time I go to set, I just, I'm like, I just like, God, thank you. Like I get to play again today. Like I just am so overjoyed with gratitude and I'm humbled by that. So I find the balance by, you know, checking out when I need to check out. I'm grateful to run my own business. So 
I don't, I don't feel like working today. I don't have to. I have a team of 11. They, y'all hold it down today, you know? So it is a lot. I won't pretend that it's not a lot, but I also have a lot of support. And when I need to check out, I just do because it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Well, look, we're blessed that you get to share your talents with us. It has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you and get a little bit of inside peek into your world. Yes. You guys make sure you follow yes. Miss Christine Horn on all the social media so you can keep up and get these little tips and knowledge that she's continued, a little nuggets of knowledge she keeps dropping on us daily. Uh, Christine, thank you again. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you all for listening. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.